Um, all right, let's just jump back into it. Uh, last time on Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you guys finished up some some chores uh, around the city. Uh, the twins, you guys went to the Plumbers Guild headquarters to obtain the blueprints for the Castellanter Villa, as well as um, yeah, some other you know nondescript houses around the area. But that super wasn't your. Um, wasn't your goal and uh you found out um well not not the twins specifically but you all as a group had found out that the castle Inter Villa had had uh the sewers underneath it collapsed around it making entryway through the sewers almost impossible um and you were also found out through the blueprints that each one of the the main houses the the horse house the guest house and the main house all had some sort of cellar which seemingly could have been um attached to the sewers uh but more on that later because across the hallway in a smoke-filled room was uh titanius and satch uh who had gone to get the exterminators guild uh officially up and operating within the city um which they did so uh did so successfully after you all finished your your chores you decided to do some recon on the castle lantern villa itself uh, figuring and knowing that they had a plan to save their children's souls by sacrificing them to the, uh, we'll call them the the devilish trio, the uh, Asmodeus, Galazia, and Mephistopheles. Um, you all kind of just found out various different information. So we'll go. Satch went through the went through the sewers using Mold Earth and his uh, innate tracking ability, and made his way into the horse house uh, and found it to just be that it was just mostly horse horsey related things and you know bits and barter and saddles and and stuff like that nothing super nefarious um titanius uh, in in multiple day efforts sent his spider bot as well as his bat bot in uh, over the walls of the castle lantern villa castle lantern villa to do some um you know some snooping around uh unfortunately uh the lawn was littered with swans uh, who loved to eat spiders. And most of the time his spider got eaten uh, until you waited until late, late at night until the swans were asleep, dropped onto a chain smoker's back when he when he came out for a 2 a.m. smoke break and then rode it back into the guest house where Spiderbot made his way down to the cellar of the guest house and was able to find um, uh, poison uh, called Midnight tears um which you kind of put two and two together and figured out that the castle lanterns in order to save their children's souls uh were going to poison the pheasant masks that they were going to give out to the peasants uh that they had invited to their uh to their founders day party um and then so that just kind of left the main house unexplored and and unperturbed um but before we we jump back into it, we're just gonna uh, zoom zoom out a little bit um, because it is Founders Day and the city is a bust and a blaze with activity and children and and you know Agaron masks and like the first Lord of Waterdeep and just like really historical figures of Waterdeep are just kind of parading. Uh, through the city, much like a, a Macy's Day parade after Thanksgiving. So there's a giant inflatable cat, um, orange in in black and kind of fat, and he has a little thing that says, I love lasagna. Uh, and you know all this to be the first cat of, of Waterdeep. 
Um, and you know, there's like, it's just like the Macy's day day parade. And most notably the castle Waterdeep has been magically transformed, uh, with illusion magic, not transfiguration magic, illusion magic to resemble the first fort Waterdeep. So instead of its grand marble, uh, uh, you know, aesthetic, it is now kind of like a uh, a fort on top of a hill, much that you would see in kind of like a, a settlement town. And then uh, various other, you know, structures around the city has been kind of de- like illusion to look a little bit more, um, not as not like older than they were to, to reflect the original settlement that usually that started here in, in Waterdeep. Um, but that really doesn't doesn't affect you. That's moreover, moreover background stuff. Um, Probably the main thing on all y'all's agenda is that the Castle Lanterns are having a Founders Day feast. So, um, what is everybody doing? Sincerity would like to uh, ask Vajra Blackstaff over text about, uh, you know, whether she knows anything about Midnight Tears, I think was the poison name. Uh, yeah, uh, you'll go, you kind of send that text off to, off to Vajra. And like um, any, specifically any antidotes? And yeah. if they have like enough for like say a hundred, two hundred people. Yeah. So she, you, you basically you get the, you send her off that text, and then a few minutes later you hear the boom, boom, doom, boom, boom, doom, boom, boom, and it's Vajra Blackstaff wants to wants to scribe. Okay, I'll accept the uh, the scribe. Can I okay. lean in behind you and be like, "Hi, Vajra." Yeah. She says, "Oh, hello, hello, everyone," and you can see that Vajra is like full on like black black shades and like she's like chilling on a like an, on her illusion illusory beach she's probably in in blackstaff tower she's got a a, a margarita in hand and a, a a loose a loose cigarette in the other and she says uh careful about she, lime in the sun oh sorry what's uh oh it's not sorry it's not actually a, a real a real sun oh, it's, that's right that's right yeah i'm in i'm in blackstaff tower you, sorry why are you asking about uh midnight tears well i heard that you know some I saw a news story where, like, uh, some malicious characters on Founders Day will, like, hand out masks with, like, poison or, like, razor blades in them. <laughs> and and I heard that, you know, they, they put this, this midnight tears on it and, like, just a touch could, could kill you. It says, oh, yeah, I mean... I'm pretty sure those those claims are are wildly un, unsubstantiated, but you know, just just to to humor you, uh, midnight tears, um, you know, is very very strong poison. You did have have that right, but it's it doesn't necessarily kill its victims upon contact. Um, it is extremely venomous, uh, or sorry, poisonous, I should say, much like a kind of similar to a, a blue ringed octopus venom. In that there is no no known cure for it other than a full on reincarnation or or some sort of wish spell or some sort of higher level magic, but unlike uh, blue spotted octopus poison, uh, it it is basically time delayed. In that uh, upon the stroke of of midnight, the uh, the very next midnight that its its victims as soon as it touches it just immediately dies in a very horrible explosive diarrhea. I see. So, yeah, so what, that's why I think the claims are wildly unsubstantiated. We don't really see a lot of reports of, you know, mass or, you know, any sort of uptick in, in diarrhea deaths before, uh, you know, on holidays or something like that. 
So this this poison knows time. Yes, it's actually it's activated by the uh, by the moonlight. It's it's most most effective when the there is a full moon, and when the moon hits its its highest peak, uh, that's when things go kablooey. Is is that tonight? Is are you asking? Is a full moon tonight? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes, indeed. In, I, I yeah. feel a lot better about that. And you said that there's nothing that you could do. So, like, even if this this was happening. Knowing about it wouldn't really help you. No, not not necessarily. I mean, you could... The only real cure is to just, you know, kind of like the only way to prevent teenage pregnancy is to not have sex. Just don't touch it. You gotta take the abstinence route. You can't You can't use, like, a protection from poison spell? Nope. Un- unfortunately, it is just such a, a high-level poison... Well, actually, sorry. If you put it on before, yes, that w- it would probably protect you a little bit, but uh, if you did a, a protection from poison spell afterwards, not necessarily. Well, anyway, I'm just kind of chilling on the beach. You guys want to come hang out? It's it's technically a federal holiday, so I hope you all aren't working. Although I'm like sure... It. I'm sure your bar is 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 extra busy uh, today with all the uh, with all the festivities around. Yep, not everybody gets those federal holidays off. Yeah, I know the. I guess I should have should have thought it's you know the working class of of the city is definitely still uh, still out there. You know the the waiters and the waitresses and the cook lines. Uh, well, at least they're getting paid double. You know, sincerity writes down in his notebook like charge triple on federal holidays. <laughs> She says, okay, uh, well, thank you, Vajra. I, I really appreciate that, especially on a federal holiday. I appreciate, you know, you calling me back, even though you're on your vacation time. Oh, no, it's 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 fine. Uh, technically, the, the time in, in Blackstaff Tower, there, there's a little bit of a time warp spell. So I'm, I'm kind of in a, uh, you know, I've made this beach my hyperbolic time chamber, if you will. So I'm actually getting extra holidays if you if you know what i mean and she kind of like like puffs on her her loose cigarette which you you recognize now to not be tobacco oh i think i understand she says well uh he hit me up if you guys want to want to chill the 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 sun is fake um but it feels real that's good because because limes in the sun will will make your sunburn more Hmm. did not know that Uh, and she says uh tower write that down and you kind of hear a little like scribbling in the background. And she says, "Well, uh, keep it, um, yeah, keep it, keep it real, and just give give me a call if you guys need anything else." And she like click clicks and ends the call. I don't feel any better after that phone call. No, I was hoping she'd say that the antidote would be like plentiful and readily available. Tears. Sincerity will like say this as he's texting the rest of the group what he found out about midnight tears. I had a quick question. Uh, so we all received invitations to this, right? Uh, yes, you got the... Uh, okay, so if we're not in our seats, they don't have the right number of people. Well, that's something you'd have to... Um, so we need to, to find people we don't like, like Emirate Froon and uh, other such people. We're not bringing him back in these the city. Invitations to, you know? Wait, are we peasants? Are we... Yeah, are we, are we in, invited to the guest house or are we invited to the main house? They're going to kill us even though... We know about all their stuff. Yeah, we're not in the inner circle. I don't know about any of their stuff, but so there no, was. Definitely. So you all believe that you are invited to the main party um, because of your previous relationship with them. The you all heard on WDPR Waterdeep Public Radio um, that they were actually having a contest to give out a hundred tickets. Um, 
So I, I think it would be an easy enough jump that you feel like the people who won that contest are the people that are going to be sacrificed, but not necessarily the people who received the, uh, you know, come come on down and, and, and party with us. But the but the invitation to us was to to current resident. It wasn't even addressed to us. Yeah, you're prominent business owners within the city. Okay. Maybe it was like a little in-joke for them. I mean, it did have some lo- lovely uh, lovely poetry on it. Um, so I think we either have to like get in early and stop any peasants from receiving these masks, or... Now, keep in mind, if you thwart their plans, which you know are to sacrifice a hundred souls... And sac and pay a million gold to these devils. I, I thought their deal was or like they had to do one of those things or the other. Th- mm. It's what they told us. I mean, they could easily be lying. I think at some point in the campaign, you picked up that they were like lying about that because you know you know the Castle Lanterns were the ones who were behind the the siege of the Umberly Temple. So it okay, it doesn't make sense that they're. If it was one or the other, they would have just done that and they wouldn't have to be sacrificing a hundred peasants. Unless they didn't get enough gold because we stopped them from getting enough gold. Yeah, but you you, you kind of got there a little late and all the gold was gone. Yeah, that's so is the gold in the house? So it's a hundred people plus the gold? Or is it what? It is a hundred people plus the gold, yes. What if we steal the gold? And then be yeah. like, you don't have the gold now, so there's no reason to kill all these people. So everybody go ahead and make an insight check or a history check. Okay. Looks like we got a 20, 26, 14, 13, and another 13. Um, so uh, everybody below a 15 is super, like you can kind of put these two things together. So the Castle Lanterns have two children alive and there's two requirements in order to save their souls. So you can kind of put like the gold is probably for one kid and the souls are probably for another kid. And so if you stop one, you don't necessarily save the soul of the other or, or like yeah, you actually doom their souls. Um, Cause if they don't pay with the blood or the money, those kids souls go bye-bye. Those of you sincerity in Titanius who rolled above a 20, you remember the castle lanterns had three kids and nobody really knows what happened to the third one, but you all were able to find out that he was already transformed into some sort of chain devil. So putting all those things together, there was probably an, an initial requirement that the Castellanters failed to meet, which cost them the soul of their, their firstborn. And now they're trying to do everything they can to save their remaining two. So it's both. And it's one or the other. This seems messy. What if we just... Who are our hands of this? You just you just let this play out. What if it? What did I pick up at a twenty six? Sorry. Oh, um, that the castle enters actually had three children. Um, but nobody knows what happened to the third except you guys who kind of figured out. Uh, it's the chain devil in their attic, and it seems like uh, that soul has already been claimed. So they probably didn't meet the first deadline or the first payment of whatever that was. Gotcha. So that's probably how they were able to tell you like, oh, it's one or the other, but it's really both. Mm. And um, where, where are you guys having this conversation, by the way? In the planning room. Okay. In the planning room. Um, Bonnie is, is probably 
down there with you guys. And she kind of leans in into Satch and she says, uh, this is just a bunch of bunch of rich people, Satch. It's uh don't really need to to worry about them there, you know. They've they've already lost their souls because of their ma- immense wealth. I thought the peasants were the ones. Oh no, that's just right. no, that's just a comment on uh rich people losing their morals and their, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are we going to do, guys? We're really going to go in and do this. Well, you hear Bonnie say, Satch, you should just eat them. It would probably be really good for the economy. Bonnie! Hey, I'm just saying, they're wealth hoarders. Like, I mean, think of- I agree, but if he goes around eating people, he's going to get arrested. She says, but are they, well, I guess, yes, it's uh, assaulting a noble or looking at a noble within the city at the wrong way is definitely a uh, a, a crime. So a heavily the, punished crime. Are the kids considered nobles? Nobles? Yeah, noble children. Okay. I think we can do one or the other. We can save one kid, and I feel like that's going to have to be the poison kid because of the hundred people. Um, I think we could split the party three ways. Jeez. Was there was there any masks in the um cellar with the poison? Yes. Um, but they are far too large for your uh, your spider familiar to pick up. Okay. So if we set them all on fire, can spiders start fires? Under the right circumstances, question. yeah. Like create like a web pulley system. Yeah, uh, I was thinking the same know. thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's do it. You had such great success I sneaking was... into the house. The goose is coming, dude. If you roll a one, <laughs> it's coming through the window. <laughs> now, you can use your familiar to cast a spell with the touch range. Can I cast a touch spell on Titanius? And then have that affect his spider. Can we polymorph it into a dinosaur? And then have the oh dinosaur God. carry all the masks <laughs> to us? Just smash everything. <laughs> okay, th- then they're just going to follow the dinosaur with the mask in its mouth back to your place. Well, we'll have it go to the harbor or something. <laughs> Terrius, it just runs and jumps in the harbor. <laughs> it's the perfect crime. So we just need a spider familiar that can breathe fire? Is that all? That's it. All right. Well, uh, well I, I can actually pass this. Oh, here's a good question. I can do my um, what's it called? Fucking uh, be- fucking a. No, my belch of fire. I can do belch of fire. Uh-huh. Can my familiar do that belch of fire? No, because yours <laughs> is is specifically alcohol related. Okay. But Erlen, one hundred percent can. Okay. Uh, can you cast Find Familiar into my, uh, into my ring? I could, yes. Yeah, if we had the downtime to do it, sure. Uh, Gax, uh, farts are also flammable. Well, it's just an hour to cast a spell, I think. Yeah, well, okay, Gax farts are flammable, but you still need an ignition source. So Gax got fuel, but he doesn't have a lighter. Erlen I'm has I'm ready to load this both. cannon up. <laughs> I vote Erlen. I mean, you guys are welcome to come. keep coming up with uh, ideas, but uh, never, I literally have a spell for it. Jack is also probably never bait. I'll do the I'll do the dragon's breath. I like the dragon's it. breath idea. Because spider bot are already in there. Okay, well, the thing is, Titanius, your familiar wouldn't get that benefit. Ah. Because because yours is alcohol-related, and it's only pertaining to you, you the robot. Yeah, 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 I'm saying he could cast it. The dragon's breath on me, and then that would be cast on the familiar, or no? No, no. Uh, he would have to send. Familiar. He, he would have to him. See, yeah, he would have to send his own familiar in. Gotcha, gotcha. I could also cast it on his familiar. I would assume it'd be a willing creature. Yeah. That lasts yeah. Up for, okay. Lasts I'll, up to one minute. Okay, I'll consider this 
some sort of spell manipulation. So it's not typically because you touch the willing creature, but you're touching Titanius, who's looking through the eyes of his familiar. So I'm going to say make an... Okay, so part. he's... All right. I was unaware that they were that far separated already. Oh, uh, no, no, no. They're... Oh. Uh, well, mm, actually, you guys are planning. So unless... I, I guess you could have left your spider like down hidden in the basement. Can't you can familiars, always go back. Uh, can familiars cast the touch spells as a reaction? Uh, like in Dragon's Breath is a touch spell, right? Yeah, actually, sorry, Titanius, do you actually have the Dragon's Breath spell, or were you talking about your uh, bender ability? I was talking about my bender ability, which I, oh, yeah, I, I was just gonna, sorry. yeah, and I understand it doesn't, that doesn't work, but yeah, we're, I'm, that's off the table, the Belch of Fire is off the tire, off the table. But I will allow, so I, I do, I'm a fan of spell manipulation, as long as it's not too zany and i think this is within the realm of not so zany that i would just outright say no so uh erlin go ahead and make uh, an arcana check and this will be uh symbolic of you manipulating the magic just slightly to cast through titanius so that he can then cast it through his familiar who would be in who would already be in position in the basement all right so unfortunately just not enough to uh to get that through um so you kind of you kind of feel like you you cast it on titanius and he gets it um but titanius you don't feel that magic flow into your familiar Mm. well that's unfortunate i mean now now that he has the effect of the dragon's breath spell can he cast it through his familiar? no (laughs) no you can't just daisy chain spells the the target is Titanium. Like the fit. Well, it's yes, fifteen foot cone, and then the the range of touch was to. I got titanium. it. Arcane. We could just make some arcane. Yes. The dragon's breath. We have to cook. Ooh, have it hit we the don't streets. have to make arcane. I have arcane. Yeah, Titanius, I think, has a small stockpile to yeah. feed a German army. I could we like have... mix a couple together to try to make dragon's breath? How does that work? Such is very. You simple. just you just have your familiar sniff the arcane. Mm. There's no way this can backfire. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, it will front fire. That is the plan. <laughs> uh, take inspiration for that one. That was a good one. Thank you, sir. Yeah, all options on the table. Is there, is there existing fire down here in the in the chemical lab where the poison is being made? Uh, no. When you were looking through your your spider's eyes, it was lit yeah. like magically. Well, actually, there I did. Sorry, I should take that back. There were Bunsen burners down there. Okay. Um, and there's flammable stuff down here. I assume. I mean, it's probably like. In the beakers, there's like you know poison components laying all around the table. Let's revisit the spider web pulley idea. Yeah, I'm gonna spider bot's going to uh, <laughs> cast a little web and uh, spider man this stuff. Um, you know, pull it together to where the Bunsen burner will tip over. Okay. Uh, so the Bunsen burner is like surrounded by like bubbling bubbling beakers and like vials of like you know, what you recognize to be mostly poison uh, mm-hmm. reagents. Uh, do you have proficiency in poisoner's kit? No. Forgery. Okay. Disguise. For- okay, so well, having forgery in disguise, you would know that it might... You can probably pull this off. I got cook's utensils, though. Yeah, but not a poisoner's kit. So no. uh, you're either going to... Spiderbot's going to have to, like, walk over to the, the Bunsen burner, put the web on it, and then, like, pull it. But doing yep. that would like you might run a chance of walking over some you know unknown chemical substance and having spider bots one hit point not last that long or you can yeah oh is he immune to poison no i wish 
Oh, oh man, I was like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> no, um, or, so I'm going to say you can either roll dexterity check with disadvantage to get over, and that will symbolize knocking the, the beaker over, um, to, like, walking across the poison, knocking it over successfully without Spiderbot dying, or you can do, like, a ranged web attack, and you'll have to attack and then pull with spider spider bot kind of like a spider-man thing um all right i'll try to do the ranged one first nice um go ahead and roll to hit with spider bot would that be like a dexterity i would assume so ranged yeah and i assume the spider would be proficient with its own webs nine Mm. so uh you shoot uh you miss but you latch on to like a random vial of poison nearby okay I'll I'll save that web and kind of in pull that vial into a precarious position. Okay. Where it's if the web lets go of it, it'll uh like fall over if the web is released or kind of Okay. Like, so you kinda of like pull some tension on yeah. it just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh make a make another dexterity check to see if you overdo it. Mm. You overdo it. Um <laughs> and you, you pull the vial and it actually like falls over and like starts like spreading on the table. Okay. I'll try Probably. and uh, I'll try and attack the Bunsen burner again okay. one more time. Roll the hit, and that probably made a noise. So one second. No, nothing. Statistically unlikely. Yeah. Um. You shoot another web from across the room, and you hit a different vial this time. Um. And it 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 latches on. Um. And more importantly, you hear um spider bot like you hear movement upstairs. Like maybe the knocking the vial over maybe have drawn some attention. All right, he's gonna scuttle into it and hide into a corner somewhere. Okay, uh, make me a stealth check. And he finds a spot where he's obscured with full cover, right? Yeah, full cover. Like behind it, I'm gonna find a little place to hide behind and whatever it is. Probably up in the ceiling somewhere. Okay, I have. What is the, what is the statistical <laughs> probability of rolling five, five three twos. fives in a row? Three fives in a roll. That is that is oh, insane. Man, yeah, that is interesting. Um, it's like roll me another dexterity just just to see if you're not locked into that number real quick. Yeah, yeah, Erlen, I'm on that on that on that same. Okay, yeah, no, it's not not broken. You're just having bad luck. Um, so you, you uh you, the trap door like kind of opens. Um, and they look down. They say, "Oh, <clears throat> something's knocked knocked it over here. We got to Get the doctor down here, and um, you kind of hear some like some like scuttling and like some feet feet coming down. And right. um, I'm just gonna look... pop. I'm just gonna pop the spider out. Okay. And we jump back to the uh, the open secret underground in your secret little planning room. Uh, will someone spend an hour casting Find Familiar into my ring of spell storing? Well, you're gonna have to attune to it and then cast it in there. So it's gonna take like two hours. I'm a, I'm attuned to it. No, the person casting the spell oh. has to tune to it, right? No, they just have to touch it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they I, just have to cast the spell into it. I was under the impression of I could be mistaken. I'll I'll allow that because honestly, it's like a thir- It's gonna be like a thirty minute. 20. Yeah, it like yeah. you do it. What what spell are you looking for? Oh, find yeah. familiar so that yeah. I can have a familiar. Who's casting it? I can do it. I've got the spell spare yeah, oh, spell I, slots for it. I can do it too. If you hold nice. it together, you can do it in half the time. <clears throat> <laughs> but you you both have to hold the ring and look into each other's eyes and say I do. The real question is is do we get to save the spell slots? Yeah, you can cast it as a ritual. I do. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm. I walk away. <laughs> Dutch tips. <laughs> Dutch tips. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, Satch, you you have a, a fine familiar spell in your ring. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna cast it and and have a lizard. Like it's kind of yep. fucked up, man. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a lesser lizard. A, a That's lesser, way fucked less, up. Hey, we call them lizards. Lizards. Oh my god. <laughs> I already have inspiration, it's too late. Yeah, I know. I was just going to say, this is like, you know, Goofy owning a dog. Like, Goofy's already a dog. Yeah, but Pluto's a dog, so I don't really feel that uh, it breaks uh, immersion, you know. Yeah. I plan on getting a giant lizard and riding it later, and if that presents more problems, (laughs) some kind of lizard centipede, I don't know. Yeah, it's lizards all the way down. You're actually the world, like, Satch, you probably believe the world is on the back of a giant lizard. Wait. There are people who think it is not, <laughs> and it's flat. Yeah, the great flat lizard, <laughs> Tra- traveling on in the astral lizard. Of course, but what's below the astral lizard? And the lizard. lizard. <laughs> no, that would be a, a like a biggard. Oh, it's like, sorry. Yes, you're, you're going. Right. You're going down, and then lizards on the way up. Yeah, a little. Satch gives you guys a little history lesson on like. His beliefs while you guys are, are like practicing. Like draw pictures in the dirt, you know. It's lizards all the way down. Hmm. All right, what's next? So we can't I mean, do anything. We can't do anything about this poison. I was thinking maybe we could maybe swap out some masks, and so that they don't kill everyone. I mean, you could. So you've only tried the the familiar thing. You definitely one hundred percent could just go to their house and set the guest house on fire before the party starts, before the peasants get there. Because, like, that hasn't happened yet. Like, the, as soon as the peasants put the mask on and make, like, contact with it, you know that's when they're, like, they're Poisoned. pretty much doomed uh, on the next midnight. But I'll say, like, we could wake up at, like, 4 a.m. midnight heist. Well, are we going to try and sabotage their rituals, or are we just going to go for the the stone? I we think we don't even try know to where sabotage the, the ritual. We don't even know where the stone's at. Do you guys not care about their children's souls? If you sabotage these rituals, their souls are claimed by hell. But what um, about the hundred people? That's a hundred yeah. souls versus two souls. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. And they're these are your children. These are your kids' friends. Hellfire. And they're already, um, they're probably just going to turn into demon worshippers anyway. Whichever kid is going to live through sacrificing wealth, that's like, let's just burn the money. You know, joke style. Not, not like, like I, we let them sacrifice the money. To oh, them. okay. I was like, you wait, you're, so you foil the money plot too? No, I'd rather have, I'd rather steal some of that money, but. You could have a million gold. How about we steal all that temple of Umberly money that and like leave exactly a million gold? We save the child and then we burn the guest house down and save a hundred people and we doom one child and get the stone of galore. Come home, have a pint, and wait for this all to blow over. Mm-hmm. All right, quick. So you don't know which child is which. I want everybody to make a Sophie's choice. Which kid do you hope survives? What are their names again? Uh, Terenzio and Elzarina. I don't feel particularly fond of either of them. Which uh, which kid did I see? Damn, with Sophie. Because uh, I think we can overpower a child. Which um which kid was had the stick when our kids were playing hoop and stick? The uh, last the, time I saw them, the boy did. But the, they were all like running along together. That's Terenzio. 
uh, Terenzio, yeah. I hope I hope Terenzio lives. Okay. So you hope he's the he's the wealth one. Gak doesn't want yeah. any of the kids to die. He knows what it's like to lose a child. Oh. Many children. Actually, yeah, Gak can probably weigh in on this. Gak lost about a hundred hundred members of his family. So like he might be the best person to weigh in on this. The heartbreak of losing a kid gave me unspeakable rage. <laughs> That allowed me to down even the toughest foes. I think uh, Victoro uh, would be even uh, more prone to madness should we kill his children. Yeah, and that's that's a whole another aspect you guys haven't talked about. The Castle Lanters probably have a vested interest in keeping these plans afloat. So, what are they going to do to explain a hundred people dying at their party? Maybe they're going to burn down the guest house later. Hmm. Maybe you guys didn't we... find the uh, you didn't find the gun or the smoke powder that's underneath the, the house. I think the children will turn into the devil people, too. I think we should have them not deal, not do the deal. That's probably a good assumption because, you know, the other kid was turned into a chain devil. We so... cut off the bloodline saying we should kill the kids. No, just uh, not kill the others. Oh, okay. so let it play out. What would be the downside of letting it play out? hundred people would die. Yeah, and r- rich people would would be a little less rich. Money would be worth just a little bit more in Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. The economy. Exactly. Do it for the economy. Oh, is there any insider trading that we can do? <laughs> just knowing this event's going to happen. That's a good idea. Like, uh, Is there any apps on the crystal phones? For stock trading? Like, if we know that 100 people are about to die, maybe we uh, buy some... Buy up a temp agency, you know, to fill those positions. Well, you know, they're all peasants, so there'll probably be a uh, a shortage or at least some inflation on like like uh, like wheat and like uh, planted goods. So we buy the wheat futures now. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like this idea. I'm in. Sincerity will buy twenty gold of wheat futures. Uh, all right. Um, but. Uh, twenty gold worth of Wheaties stock. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy three hundred. <laughs> All right, three hundred gold of of Wheaties stock. Three hundred and two. Yeah, uh, sincerity, you get a, a ping that your your Wheaties stock just went down slightly because you bought yours first, and then Titanius comes in with this huge, big, big call, just lowering it slightly. Doesn't doesn't that increase the value of my stock since it's in demand now? Mm, but you two are the only ones buying it, and there's a lot of sellers. Also, this is a fucking fantasy game, and I'm the god. <laughs> I control the stock, the stock market. market. Is made up no anyway. One, yeah. no one can tell what the market's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> tides go in, tides go out. You can't explain that. No, there's the, the, like I just had a moment as a DM, and I was like, "Have I gone too far? I'm allowing them to trade stocks within this virtual in this fantasy realm." <laughs> Yes. We, the tavern. we should sell the sell the tavern for more. I want to. Money. I want to sell my lame stop. Let's take uh, a mortgage out. My lame stop. We'll buy uh, Bitcoin with the mortgage. Yeah. Crystal so, coin. It's crystal. Yeah. Crystal Bit, coin. Bitcoin in this universe is just little bits of coin that come out of the machine after they they forge them. A new one just hit the market. It's called Critcoin. Critcoin. Oh, that was a good one. Essence don't have Critcoin. Mm-hmm. Now, can you actually buy goods and services with Critcoin? No. Maybe Morden Kanan. It's just purely would... speculation. <laughs> yeah, maybe Morden Kanan would accept it. He seems like a real bit Bitcoin guy. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you can't you can't pay for goods and services yet, but just like 10 years from now, 20 I'm years rich. from now, yeah, the whole world's going to be using it. 
it's a currency that doesn't fulfill the you know basic requirements of a currency yeah it's digit it's 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 yeah yeah molden canaan probably ethereal. explained this to you ethereal. yeah oh it's there ethereal, we go ethereal currency actually yeah well it's the ethereal coin oh man but have you heard of ethereal light it sounds like an oxymoron yeah there's also uh there's also corgi coin I would say Blink Dogecoin. Blink Do- oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, it takes a second to sink in. Sorry about that. It's that it's one's good. I caught, I caught it right away. That was good. And it's all overseen by a blockchain. <laughs> god oh damn it, you guys! Damn son, everybody's on a good. You know, every you know everybody take inspiration. Like just just everybody has it. That was, Jesus, I am humbled. <laughs> Was really good. This is all canon. Yeah, <laughs> you guys in the middle of like plan, uh, pl- like planning this whole heist. You're like, hold on, let's talk about crypto real quick. Uh, I need are, are you diversify. Guys, are you guys saving for retirement, or do you or do you plan on dying as adventurers just in the field? I have lots of meat. I am ready. <gasps> this guy's got it figured out. Yeah, and he's he, and Satch has technically figured out a place to get like free rent as well. Yeah, and I get I'd probably get paid because I work for the city. Yeah, well, in three day in three days time, it becomes official, and you can nice. start taking taking jobs. If I survive this, yeah. If you, yeah, that's a big if. Okay, so we're doing a little insider trading in case uh, we do let these hundred people die. <laughs> and like, if if this doesn't happen, and like we lose, then at least we have the good feeling of you know saving a hundred people. Uh, I'm going to touch child. my headband, and then I'm going to roll an intelligence. <laughs> I got a 16. Uh, do I know that, uh, that like, you know, like, selling any stock in their company before they all die uh, will, like, probably be a good thing, you know, so we can move it around. We could buy a bunch of it, raise prices. Come on. This is magic. Are you talking about the, the Castle Lanterns companies? Uh, well, no, the people that they're going to kill, right, if we let uh, that happen. So they're peasants. Oh. They're, um, like... They don't oh, it's own like companies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that's, that's why they, that's why they have pigeon oh. and iceberg uh, lettuce so for the entrees. You get rid of the homeless population, and at the same time, you will increase the amount of the money circulating the the cost of the you know the uh, value of the money circulating in the city. I'm not really seeing the downside. Yeah. And you you let two kids continue live because the, the kids didn't do anything. They're they're innocent bystanders in this. Their parents oh, no, throw are the assholes. Kids under the bus. That's that's what I was saying. Throw the kids under the bus. Oh, wait, no, no, we can save the kids, too. Oh, yeah, just no. let it play out. Yeah, <laughs> it's a perfect solution. But if we had to, we could throw the kids under the bus. I'm just saying. I'm for that, too. I'm a lizard. Wait, I mean, you're a lizard. How do you know what a bus is? A wagon. Sorry, throw there them under the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, yeah, what's the what's the play? The way Satch lays it out, man, there's really no downside into letting... Let's just go have some dinner. Yeah. Rub elbows, you know? It's a party, you know? Just mm-hmm. go have fun. You you got your other mission of like finding the eye of galore somewhere. Oh, they have so much to attend to. They cannot watch the eye. We don't I know mean, where the eye is. You imagine at, organizing yeah. the death of one hundred people and moving one million gold. I take my head off. My head hurts. <laughs> we don't even know where the eye is at yet. We know it's uh, underneath the main house, right? We have uh, yeah process of elimination to that. Yeah. So sincerity, you kind of like kind of felt it out attuning to the stone of galore and you felt your consciousness kind of being pulled below the ground and you've already explored the cellars of both the horse house or the stable house and the uh the guest house so yeah process of elimination it's probably under the main house what what if we meet these peasants and we don't like them are we okay with them dying you know well what if you do like them 
Oh, I... What if we just warn them? We could tell them that they got these masks from Vincent Trench and they were infected with venereal disease. Ooh, we can plant Trench's golden underwear near the masks to, like, make that more believable. Now, I think Gak is actually wearing those. Oh, you're right. I forgot. I mean, how could you not see those? I block them from my mind's eye. Selective blindness and amnesia. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what we're doing. What do you want to do? I don't know. I don't even care at this point. Either the kids are going to die or they're not going to die. I'm more focused on the stone, but I would like to save 100 people's lives. Is this just like the trolley problem? I tried to find a good gift for that earlier. Could not. It's a very complex trolley problem. I felt that you guys hadn't had a moral moral quandary in a while. We could vote. We could destroy all the poison. No, we just make one person aside. That way we're all abstained from liability. Except for that one person. I vote that Gak has to choose what we do. Uh, if we kill Victoro... Can we save the kids? I mean, you can not kill Victoria and save the kids. Well, if you killed Victoria, the plan would probably not go through. So you'd then doom the kids. Well, I mean, we and can still, still raise, kill people. We can still raise the money, all right? And then we steal the money. This sounds like the thing to do. Go in guns blazing. Take the money. Doom the kids. Profit. I'm down with that. Make money on the stocks. Gak, that's too far. That's too far ahead of Gak's intelligence. Yeah, Gak's not a super smart being. Yeah, the uh, Founders Day celebrations start uh, start picking up throughout the city. Nice, I like that one. Yeah, but I'll say the the party starts around like noon and ends at midnight. And are people putting on the masks as soon as they get there, or like are the peasants being brought in at the end of the night to have some pigeon and? <laughs> um, here. I'll say you guys swing kind of like, you know, do like a, a drive by of the of the castle lanterns, like, you know, because you saw it like during the, the party preparation, um, but not when the party was in in full swing. Um, but by doing that, you would probably you're you're running the, the risk that the peasants are already invited. Um, I say we just head there early and we plan to stay all day and then, uh, we steal back the eye of galore after night. And if we can manage to save some lives, awesome. Worst case scenario, uh, the kids live and we get, uh, some stonks. There we go. You play both sides of the fence. So you always come out on top. All right. Um, all right. So you're going by before the party starts or like as the party's starting. Yes, I, let's do it. No, 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 I'm, I'm asking. Do you go by like oh. a couple hours before, or like at like at the time you're supposed to arrive? We, we, you know what? Let's arrive like 30 minutes ahead of time and offer to help them do any last minute setup they need as good friend. All right, uh, everybody going? Yeah, I guess. Yep. Sure. I don't feel that I would excel in this particular environment. Um. Uh, well, those who are are going. Do go. Um, you go by the go by the house. You see that there's been like um, the how the the grounds have actually been illusioned, um, much like the other other portions of the city. So the the house of the swan actually looks like you know built with wood and and timber rather than the the marble stone aesthetic that it had previously. Um, but more importantly, that illusion really blocks your view from the outside street into the into the grounds um there are two what look like uh guards but not water deep guards these look like mercenary guards that have been hired 
and that are basically posted on all exterior elements of the Castle Lantern Villa. Um, and they seem to have like random patrols also going going around the outside. Um, do you all approach or um, make yourselves known? Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm making sure I'm wearing my fineries for the party. <clears throat> okay. Um, you guys approach the uh, these uh, all these guards are wearing hawk masks or some sort of bird, um, some sort of eagle-eyed you know creature. Um, and as you as you approach them, they say, uh, "Oh no, hold on, uh, your party's not started yet. You'll have to." Uh, he checks. He looks at, directly up into the sun. He says, "You'll have to uh, wait about until the sun's there." And he points to like just a little bit above where the sun currently is. He says, uh, "And also bring your." Bring your invitation, but uh, part party's not started yet. Uh, we're invited, but uh, we're we're personal friends of the Castle Lanterns, and just wanted to see if they needed an extra eight pairs of hands. Oh, uh, well, I think we can. Uh, I think we all got it. Got it pretty covered here. But um, go ahead and make a make a persuasion check. Like, how dare you talk to this way? We're personal friends. Make I'm that assisting. with yeah. Make that with advantage. Nice. Um. You can like Titanius wearing your like noble fineries um, and like really like kind of eaten into them. Like you really give sincerity the backing that he need. And like you see this like even behind the hawk mask, this guard's face kind of goes white a little bit. He's like, um, oh, sorry, I didn't uh, sorry, I didn't recognize you as, as personal friends of the uh, of the castle lanterns here. Uh, I, I, I believe the, the lady of the house is, is 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 right in the in the foyer. She may have, you know, some something for 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 you all to do and you know it's uh it's it's close enough that uh close enough to time that I can probably uh probably let you all uh let you all in um and he kind of like like steps to the side and he kind of like pushes the other guard he's like hey, get out of the way these are like these are important people coming in how dare yeah how dare we stand in between them and where they wanted to be dick and he points at the other uh, <laughs> the other guard he says it was his, it was his his idea his name's kevin so uh and kevin's like what what the f- come on man yeah he looks like a kevin yeah um so you all uh you all go and enter into the main hall of the uh or sorry they actually let you in through the uh into the grounds first so like through the through the gates into the grounds you're all basically right here uh and you see that yeah, indeed. In the in the courtyard, there are massive, like a huge, like circus tent kind of set up, and you can see that it has like the Sea Maidens Fair um, festival, like like the the carnival that you guys went to down in the dock ward. It's got like a bunch of those sim- symbols on it, and you can see that they've got like polar bears and like dire wolves and like all sorts of like other exotic animals kind of like in little pins and you can kind of imagine this is for the you know but just for like the the party tricks you see that there is a a band uh getting uh getting set up on the the stage uh to the north uh you can see that like staff and like uh helpers are kind of running frantically from from building to building making sure everything is is set up in its um in its last little last little stages, and you see um, uh, Amalia Castellanter uh, in a spider mask, uh, kind of walking around, kind of just directing the directing the traffic of the um, 
Oh, sorry, Erlen, thank you for putting yourself down there. Um, directing the traffic of like where to go, and she says, "No, the no, the ale needs to go into no. This ale needs to go into the into the main house. Can't you see that it's it's our finest porter from one of our best water Davian brewers in the in the city?" And then she's like, "There's a a bunch of cases of like PBR over in the corner," and she says, "Go put those in the guest house." Um, and she kind of looks up at all of you, and she's like, "There's a moment of like." kind of surprise or or shock and she's like oh oh she like looks <laughs> looks directly up at the sun she's it's not time for the for the party yet what is what what oh, well what's we, going on? Uh, we just explained that you know we're personal friends of yours and we wanted to come in and see if you needed a, a hand you know putting any last minute touches together i'll uh start carrying the pbr over to the guest house while also drinking a couple Oh, she says, oh, loyalty, please put those, put that down. That's for the servants. How dare you allow one of my personal friends to lay a hand, uh, lift a finger. She is a guest of this house. Um, And one of the servants like, oh, so- sorry, ma'am. Sorry, ma'am. And she comes over and like, she's like, oh, please just give these to me. Let me take them to the guest house. Also, I give it to him, but I also keep a beer. Also, Kevin outside was very rude to us. So I just thought I'd pass that along as well. Um, and she's like, I'll, I'll deal with, I'll deal with him later. That Kevin's a, a real, a real rascal. We left him, you know, we left him home alone once to watch the house. And we came back to all sorts of, you know, burnt, burnt things. And, you know, the whole house smelled like, like burning flesh. And it was just really, really gross. So you can't, can't trust. That's why we keep him on, on the outside. Um, Sounds like a really good bard's tale. Yes. Yes. It, you know, it. Maybe we'll we'll see. Um, and she says, "Oh no, uh, lo- God, loyalty! What are you drinking?" She knocks the trash, uh, the piss water out of your out of your hand. She says, "No, that's that's not it's, that's for our, our our special our special guests who won the won the uh, the the radio contest, and it's you know it, it's gonna all go towards towards them. Here, have some of our our finest porters." And she like uh, she's like claps claps her hand, and she says, "Ah, God." You cannot buy good help around here. And um, a couple servants come up with like crystalline glasses and like a, a, a sparkling mug for you. And she says, here, this is, um, she says, I, I appreciate you all coming by early. And actually just, wow. She looks at all your masks. Um, Gak, are you there? Yeah. And she looks right at your loincloth on your face and then down at your, your golden underwear. And she says, wow. I. She just gets lost in her eyes for a second, and she then her eyes kind of like a little gyro, gyro. <laughs> like I like it's subconscious. I don't like action. I'm not trying. Yeah, there's a little it's just, gyro, gyro. It's just a side effect of the underwear. Yeah, you just you have to dance a little bit. Um, and then as she's looking down at at Gak, who's probably about the same size as as Erlin, she kind of looks over and she says, "Oh, um, I'm sorry. I don't think we've." we've actually met and she holds out her her hand daintily and she says uh, uh amalia castellanter Waterdeep noble house of the swan how do you do and she like holds out her hand to me no to, to erlin oh and she yeah she just lost herself in in you gak <laughs> so she, but she looked over at erlin and i think she actually knows gak her name's erlin and he'll shake her hand she yes she pulls her hand back as a handshake is what i was customary i I guess and she kind of like normally you kiss the hands of nobles but that's that's fine it's uh i guess you're the one of their their newest um uh investors in the in the open secret uh yeah that would be so 
Kissing hands, that's kind of weird. Well, it's, you know, it's an it's a tradition of, you know, of Waterdeep to kiss the hands of the Jack nobles. Picks out, probably. <laughs> she like she like looks over and there's this disgusted look for a second and then her eyes fall on the on the golden uh, underwear and she says, "God, enticing. I feel like I've seen them somewhere before. I just can't seem to put my uh my finger on it." She says, "Well, um I guess we don't have any, uh, I guess the guests should be showing up in about half an hour or so, and we really don't have any, anything to, you know, anything to do, or, or anything else help to set up. Let's, hey, let's take some, let's just, let's all, like, let's catch up, you know? And she, she says, here, come, 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 come. Um, I'm just trying to, like, add up in my head how much all the servants and carnival, like, costs. Like, I know they're lying through their teeth, but I just kind of want to, like... Go ahead and make just, like, a general intelligence check. If they were telling the truth. Yeah. Mm, so, Titanius, on that insight, everything seems legit of what she just told you. Uh, in sincerity, on that intelligence 17, um, you've never hired carnival workers before, um, but you know the going rate for kind of low-level workers or you know even like mid to high level workers is like a silver piece or like a gold piece a day so it probably didn't cost them relative to the million gold that they've tried to stockpile it's probably pretty cheap to get all of these um libations and you know party favors here anything to let us know sincerity is going to say Oh yeah, we actually started, and then he's going to um, just like drop his voice entirely, so it sounds like uh, he there's some sort of silence going on, kind of like uh, Squidly does, except instead of it just turning into unintelligible, intelligible gibberish, he just stops talking, but he keeps his mouth moving. And she's like looking at you, like super confused. It's like this is when like Michael Scott is like trying all the negotiation tactics on Jim. He like leans back and he says, so well, the thing is that you just, you know, have to, she's like, what? What do you, you just stop, you just kind of stop talking. What, what? And she like looks around at all the rest of you and says, is he okay? I, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I guess I don't really want to talk about it. Oh, oh, okay. Did something happen? Miriam died. Oh, and she like looks her. she says, you know, he was so skinny. I didn't, I hadn't, I thought he was here. I, I used to say if he turns sideways, he'd disappear. Well, I'm going to walk over towards the uh, the black dragon and kind of lean against it, just kind of like like. Uh, I want to. Okay, it's it. like it's like mounted this. above like a ten foot tall oh. like fireplace. It's not within reach. Actually. No, it's not. Activates well, his extension legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So you need like a ladder to access it. She says, well, mm. um, uh, and around about the, the time, the, uh, um, the kids like kind of like, like press their faces up against the glass and see you all like in on the inside and they're smiling. Like you can see them smiling, like through their masks and they're like waving at you. And then they like, they run in through the, through the door and they're like, Oh, it, it, it's you. Did you guys bring, did you guys bring your kids? Uh, no, this is an adult only party, right? What? It, mom, mom, is this an uh, is this an adult party? You said it was like you said it was a party for us. Yeah, mom, you said it was a party. We can't we can't have kids. And she says, uh, well, no, that I I mean, I guess you're yeah, you could definitely bring your your children to this to this party. I mean, the the guest house is for um 
is for you know the winners of the of the contest and that's the only thing we would ask them to to stay stay out of because that's our you know our special wing of of the party but they're more than welcome to to join you on the grounds and the main house uh, i think that they're busy with chores today maybe next time wouldn't oh. feel it, 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 one of them wasn't feeling too well anyway so Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it'll be a long time before our next Founders Day masquerade, so there, you know, there might not be a next time for our oh. party. There might well, not be a next time for the party. Yeah, unfortunately, that you know, kids are so unpredictable in their moods and their sicknesses. Ugh. Yeah, they tell me about it. They they just are little, you know, germ balls, demons. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that was little. Yeah, little devils. Uh, oh, yes, maybe in yeah, slightly in. Bad Uncle taste. Satch is uh, at the house. The kids could uh, go hang out with your, our kids there, not with a sick one. Oh no! It this party is is really for for our children. So we'd really, you know, we've got the we've got the band and we've got the you know the petting zoo and so I think they really should stay here. Um, around about this time, uh, one of the, the butlers kind of comes in and you all recognize him to be Willem Cromfort, um, a black tiefling. Um, and she says, and he says, um, uh, madame, your, your attention is, is required in, in the kitchen. Seems that the, the chef has mixed up his saffron with, uh, with chives. And she says, she did what? Did he chive the mutton? No, that's that's unacceptable. The saffron was specifically for for the mutton. We cannot we cannot have this. She says, "I'm I'm so sorry. I I have to I have to attend to this. Please feel free to to make yourself at home. I'm sure the guests will be arriving in in any minute now." And she kind of like looks at her like there's no clocks around, so she like peeks out and looks directly at the sun. Yes, any minute now. Um, and yes, I'm 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 so terribly sorry. You just. The worker shortage here is just so hard to find good good help these days, and I'm sure Victoria will be down. Uh, you know, he's upstairs taking, as I said, say, taking a shower. So I'm sure he'll be be down in a few minutes. Do and she guys... kind of like re- leaves the room. I'm up to the black dragon, and I pull out my dagger, and I'm gonna slice off some skin. Okay. Oh <laughs> yeah, we need black dragon skin, don't we? Yeah. Um, Titanius, you do this, and you start. Um, Taking out your knife, go ahead and make me. Um, I'll uh, do it stealthily if I can. But okay, make a make a stealth check. Only a twenty-eight. Only a twenty-eight. Uh yeah. You uh, you extend up to the to the black dragon mask. You don't seem to be noticed. Um, go ahead and make me a strength check to try and pry off some of these these scales. I'm gonna do a, a quick guidance and then I'll. No. Uh. Mm, unfortunately, just not not strong enough. Fifteen. No, unfortunately, not strong enough to get under that black dragon skin and and snag a uh, scale. Hmm. Oh, so uh, uh, she's she's left the room. Uh, Titanius, can you make that copy of yourself look like me? No, it looks like me. I've never tr- well, okay. I've never tried, but okay. Um, Wait, don't you have du- that It's skin? a duplicate. It's a duplicate of me. Don't you have that skin? Like that? That don't you have like some fake skin or something? Didn't it use, we used to wear it at some point? Let's Can you disguise it. yourself to look like me, and then summon your duplicate to look like you? Yeah. Okay, I can. I was thinking I can just turn invisible, sneak away real quick before the party starts, see if I can go destroy those masks. 
Okay. And and I actually am I'm I'm using my stage voice for that, but it's it's, it's a stage whisper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so I can you. cast I can cast disguise self on myself and look like sincerity. Okay. And then you summon your duplicate to look like you. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Looks like nobody's left the room. Uh, sincerity is going to turn invisible with his ring of invisibility. Mm-hmm. And uh, and see if he can sneak out to the guest house. I'll uh I'll go ahead and do a, a pass without trace on him as well. Okay. Get that plus ten on your on yourself. Just him. Well, you know, everyone within 30 feet of me, so everyone will get it just in case. Sweet. All right. Uh, sincerity, how do you get out of this uh, this closed room? All the doors are closed. I don't like it when you said sweet. <laughs> Finally gets to pick off Sincerity by himself. Yeah. Um, I'll just uh, I'll just go to the door and open it and try and close it behind me real quick. Okay. All right. Um, you do so. The door... Creaks are loudly open. They don't, they don't oil these hinges? Yeah, I would like to stealth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, yeah, roll me a stealth check. As you hear that first little creak. Uh, so, 31. Yep. And, yeah, so that's probably good enough that like you hear the first little creak and you, like, you like whispers, Hey, Titanius, give me your oil can. And Titanius, being a robot, always has an oil can. You racist. Um, like you, you grease the doors real quick, and it opens opens smoothly. And you push yourself out into the um, into out of the reading room and into the um, uh, the grounds and kind of the garden area uh, directly across from the the guest house. So there is two guards standing out front of the uh, of the guest house with doors shut. Do I see that dude still carrying around the PBR? No, he had already made his way into the, uh, he pretty much ran directly into the guest house. Okay. What do you do? Well, I, I am invisible. Um, would it be possible to just sneak past these guards and kind of open the door a little bit, squeeze in and then close it behind me without them really noticing it? Anything is possible through Jeebless, but yeah, you, you could probably do it. The other options are either casting a spell of some sort and having to become invisible again. I'll just try to I'll try to sneak in first. Okay. Roll that stealth check and then give me a sleight of hand to actually open the door. Mm. So I don't think pass without trace actually applies to your sleight of hand. It it doesn't. So it would be 32 stealth and then a, a 12 on the sleight of hand. Okay. So the guards don't notice you approach because you're invisible and got pass without trace. First guard Second guard um, sees the door open and kind of gives this like little quizzical look and like reaches out for the handle and it looks like he's going to close it. Do I have time to squeeze in before he does this or he, uh... he noticed it pretty quick. It's like the door is only open to two inches. You're going to have to like, like, all right, push it open. I'm going to uh, jump back out of his way and let him close it. Do I see any other ways into this guest house? Mm, there is just this main door, and then there's a bunch of windows on the side, but all the windows are closed. I'm going to go to the one in the uh, next to... Is there a kitchen in the guest house? Uh, there probably is, but to your knowledge, you don't really wouldn't okay. know where it was. Can I just kind of circle around the house until I uh, find like this little entertainment-looking room kind of peeking in the window, and then see if I can maybe lift up the... Uh, Lift it up. Okay. Maybe it's not uh, locked. Yeah, you squeeze your way behind the band stage and kind of look in, and you know it doesn't look like anybody's 
in this room. Uh, go ahead and make me a sleight of hand again. And while Sincerity's off doing this, what's everybody else doing? And I try to get some more skin. <laughs> sure, go for another uh, go for another strength check. Okay. Identity theft is not a joke. <laughs> Come on. Alright, uh, nope, not strong enough to get that black dragon scale off. And uh, Sincerity, you feel this window and like you try to raise it and <clears throat> it seems locked. Can I, uh, I want to, like, look around, make sure nobody's, like, looking directly at me, and then, uh, would it be possible for me to cast Mage Hand on the other side of this window, and, like, use it to unlock the window and and lift it up? Yeah, um, I mean, you can see through the glass, so it's a space that you can see, um, what are the components for Mage Hand? Verbal Verbal and Cement. Okay, um, make a stealth check with disadvantage for the verbal portion. And then the rest of you, while Titanius is like like trying to scrape this black dragon scale on, you you see you hear uh you actually hear music like kind of start up and and start playing. Um and you kinda you kinda hear a uh the first guest has arrived. And you kind of hear some like some ta- like little chit chattering and and talking, and you kind of hear like kind of a, like a low grumbling, and you you overhear like oh yes, the, there's there's a few guests uh, uh, in in the in the waiting room. Uh, there's you know go ahead and make yourself comfortable, and you hear like big like thumping footsteps kind of approaching y'all's way. Um, and sincerity with that nineteen plus that'd be twenty nine. Uh, yeah, you're able to pop this lock and open the window. But what is everybody else doing as these heavy Bef- footsteps are approaching? Before the footsteps get cl- super close, can I try and like help Titanius get the <laughs> dragon skin? Uh, or, like helping him balance or something? Uh, I'd say you'd... <sighs> mm. Using them strong arms? His leg. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, you lift him up just a little bit. And I'll say that'll give him advantage on his, his last strength check before this whoever this person is enters the room Mm, just not good enough this is really well taxidermied and it's a black dragon um so it's you you hear uh (laughs) and then the the door kind of bursts open and he says oh ah i told i was told the guests are guests are in here and uh it's well and this guy it's a very portly stout man uh wearing a, a badger mask and and he says uh well since i'm well i can't really tell you who are who i am because you know it's a masquerade ball that would you know that would totally totally ruin the whole purpose of this this uh this uh uh you know this whole party so uh you can just call me the the badger uh and uh well well who are, who are who are all you? I see, and he looks at at all of your masks. Obviously, don't tell me who who you are, but I want to know all about you. I want to try and figure you out. And he like looks at like looks at all of you. I like drinking, Mister Badger. Do you know where the alcohol is? Oh, ah, uh, yes. I I was actually they were told told me that. Oh, would you? I would also like. And he kind of like claps his hand around you, and he says, "I would love some some alcohol. Let's let's go and go and find who else would like to come find some libations." He says, "You must be uh hmm." And again, don't tell me if I'm right, but tell 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 me if I'm right. You must be of the uh oh who who are the one of the vintners. Uh, hmm. Yes, you must be a part of the Amkathra house, right? 
No, it's a mouse. Duh. Mm. And he kind of looks. He says, "Oh, I got you. I've nailed you. I've got one. Got an Omkothra over here. Oh, Molly, a good, good party already. I've already got one down." He starts like writing, writing a note. Uh, and he says, oh, "I was told that they had a very fine porter, porter in the kitchen." So, um, he kind of leads you up and uh up and away um kind of takes you to the kitchen there's like penguin bar like there's bartenders with like penguin masks on um and they're like they're just like serving you serving your beers and this guy's like super intense with his like line of line of questioning he says uh um so yes what, what what's your favorite favorite brandy or your favorite you know wine or or, or brew what would you say well, I was really enjoying a PBR earlier, and it got slapped out of my hand, so I guess whatever is fine. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what... I've never heard of this PBR. Is, this, is that a new vintage? Uh, probably newer than a lot of the brandy. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think you just have to try it. If you see one lying around, I highly recommend it. Oh, okay. I I will. It must be a a new secret vintage of the the house on Cothra, So it's I guess it's a hunt. It is. Um, and uh, uh around about this time, like Victoro Castellanter starts like descending from the from the stairs, and he's and he's like, oh, oh, my guests, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please, please make yourselves at home. And it's around about this time that like other people like because you're like kind of near the foyer um in like because of where the bar and like all the like finger foods are like more more and more house nobles kind of start start coming in um you see like a person wearing like a fish mask and like a weasel mask uh, somebody wearing a bald eagle there's there's a rabbit uh, a peacock uh, a phoenix uh, in a sloth, kind of all like at various different times, start start making their their way in. Uh, in addition to, there's a dog and a fox and uh, a fly. Um, in addition to all of your your other friends, um, and the the party really seems like it it's starting to to fill out. Um, the uh, the everybody else who stayed in the in the guest or the you know the reading room. Uh, your after loyalty leaves, your silence or your your aloneness does not last that long. As a um uh, uh like a a person wearing like a shrew mask um and a person wearing a cheetah mask uh kind of like kind of like barge into the room. They seem to be like to be like arguing um and they kind of like look up at all of you and they're like oh uh. <sighs> Sorry, we thought this this room was 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 empty, but uh, apparently not. Um, and they they kind of like they introduce introduce themselves, and they're like, uh, "Yes, uh, how long have you you all known the the Castle Lanterns?" And that would I think that's Titanius and Erlen would be and Gak are still in are in this room. About twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, that's a uh, um, that's a good joke. And then the shrew says, to, "Like I don't think that was a joke. I think he was actually being." Serious, I just, I can't believe you didn't you didn't pick up on that. It's typical, typical of you. I can't can't believe you. And she just says, "Actually, I need some fresh air." And the shrew like steps outside, um, and kind of like kind of like starts walking around. Um, sincerity, you are able to get into the fancy 
room uh with like the the piano and like this seems like like kind of like they're like little it's going to be the guests entertainment room um but there notably is nobody playing the piano so there's lack of entertainment to be had um what do you as you jump in and you can i guess you shut the window behind you or do you leave it open i mostly shut it i leave like a quarter inch okay just like a little bit um you yeah, kind of like, like if any of my allies come searching after me okay um as you start like lowering it down go ahead and make a perception check mm, you don't i i am going to use my inspiration on that okay statistically you you hopefully should get better than the one whoa nice one good on you did nice. this did a full full 180 um so like as you're you're like lowering it down you kind of like you look across and you can see into the like the stable house and you can see that there's like some they're peasants like you can see peasants starting to like fill up that area and you can actually see that there's like a person in like a plague doctor mask that's like handing out these masks to them in the stable but they're just now starting to hand them out and you know they need to get the full 100. If you if you even save one person's soul or stop one person from being I have, sacrificed. We have to save at least two people <laughs> to be worth sacrificing the life of the child. Um okay, okay. And this with that, stable, that yeah. A lot of a lot of stables. Do I see like a window into a loft up top of this building? Um with that perception check, this would actually be a pretty much one one story stable. Actually, hold on, let me check. Yep, one I single have, story. I would have been in this stable before, right? Mm-hmm. Do I know of any any closets or anything? Uh, you know, there's a couple couple closets, like kind of like bits and barter and like storage closets. Okay, sincerity is um. Would he know it? I mean, I'm using the map here, obviously, but uh, would he know they usually keep like feed in this one? Yeah. Okay. Um, sincerity is going to dimension door into that room. Okay. Nice. You like boom, boom, and you just you zap over into the uh, into the hay hay storage section. Oh, move you on over there. So you're up over there. Um, and yeah, you can hear like <laughs> like voices like. Um, and like the sounds of like horse and carts and buggies arriving. Um, and you can kind of, kind of hear like, uh, oh, oh, wow. I can't look at this. Look at their house. Look at all this. There's so much hay. Oh, I wish we had this much hay in, in our house. Um, and you can hear the peasants like marveling at the stable, mistaking it for, uh, their living quarters. The actual house. Yep. Okay. So the peasants are arriving the nobles are starting to arrive uh loyalty is being harassed by the badger titanius uh, uh, uh gak and erlin are standing in this room with this uh cheetah mask um person so yeah and the the party starts uh starts going off what's everybody what, what are you all wanting to be doing like there's people here now. They're starting to fill in. Music's starting to play. There's fire jugglers outside. Can we say as a free action, I I sent a group text to let everyone know um, that the masks are being handed out in the stables. Yeah, that's fine. I'll say when you you popped over into the uh, when you dimension doored, you popped out your phone real quick, and you're telling them that the masks are being handed out in the stables. Yeah. So everybody's crystal phone, except I think 
Satch doesn't have one. So I, yeah, and I'm, Actually, and I'm not there. Yeah, I was gonna say, Satch, what are you what are you doing while all this uh, is? Well, I, was, <clears throat> I was gonna dig under the main house. Okay. Uh, or uh, yeah, or, or whatever. I just wanted while they were doing that. That's what I was gonna do, and then maybe arrive like fashionably late. Okay. Uh, are you using like your mold earth kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, go. Are you doing this stealthily or? Uh, yeah. Ooh, uh, I got 10. 10, okay. Mm, okay. So, Satch, you're you're digging around underneath the, the party, kind of like under the main house, which you know hadn't really been dug into. You kind of got yourself familiarized a little bit with the, uh, the sewer ways yesterday, so you can kind of, like, get to the main house. Um, you bust through one of the cellars, uh, and you make a little too much noise go ahead and make me a luck check just roll a straight d20 tell me what it is uh three. Ooh, ooh, that okay so one to five you run into victoro castle enter 10 to 15 was going to be a house guard 15 to 20 was going to be nobody is it dark it, down there it is not so it was dark where you were digging but as soon as yeah. you burst through light flooded the area and you you see victoro like and you don't probably don't recognize it as him as victoro and he kind of looks at you he drops whatever he's holding and he casts a spell on you uh, did he have that as prepared like action or? Mm, so that's what the stealth check was for okay so he like you you've been made i was uh, i was making noise and he heard it and he's like what the hell and then yeah. i bust through and he's just like what's out okay mm-hmm. gotcha so, so what is it? Dominate person. Wisdom? Is Satch really a person? Yes, Satch is a person for the purposes of this spell. <laughs> a sixteen plus five, twenty-one on a if it's a wisdom save. It is nice. Good, good for you. And yeah, his DC finally. is yeah, That's his DC is not not that high. Uh, hold on, yeah, DC fifteen. He so yeah, know you know who s- I am either. Right? No, we don't he. Know each other. No, he doesn't know each other. But he, okay. he like, he didn't want to cast an offensive thing on you, and he kind of looks at you, know, knowing that the uh, the spell didn't take effect. Uh you ro- you roll initiative. Okay. Uh, which dice? I'm gonna do the Rick and Morty dice. A uh, sixteen. Sixteen. He got a fourteen. So you you act first in this initiative. Uh, I'm gonna back the hell out. I'm going to move Just, back and then I'm going to mold earth, some earth to like block view. Okay. Uh, so I guess I'll climb. So I need to make an athletic check, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll see uh, how so fast that way you get I'm out of there. Climbing in the tunnel like the alien, you know? I'm yeah. Like, yeah. In 18 plus 10, that is uh, 28 on my climb. So now that I'm climbing, I have an additional 10 feet of movement. Uh, so, so I'm going to move 40 feet uh, after I mold earth like a five foot barrier to fill up the five foot hole. And then I'm just going to GTFO. Okay. Uh, Victoria Castle Lantern does not have mold earth and thus really doesn't have a way to uh, follow you. Um, so that was a real real quick quick initiative. Um, but you probably hear, like, like as you're molding earth, you hear, like, guards, guards, like the intruder in the cellar, intruder in the cellar. We need extra, extra space or extra, uh, extra eyes down here. It's a diversion. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to GTFO. Okay. Uh, Sincerity, what are you doing? Okay. Sincerity quickly hatches a a multi-step plan. Uh, First thing he's going to do is um, just grab a a little pebble 
cast magic stone on it and use it to like carve in the wall. Uh, peasants rule, but it's spelled P-E-S-S-U-N-T-S. Okay. And then he's gonna draw a little dick underneath it. Okay, okay, you're just vandalizing. Alright, start with a little vandalism. Then he is going to um, uh, use a flask of oil in his tinderbox to start a mm-hmm. fire here in this room. Very nice. And then he is going to cast... Um, he's going to kick open the door, cast Thaumaturgy, and uh, use it to amplify him shouting fire. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to cast Fog Cloud. Okay, a lot of stuff going have, on there. To have it seem like smoke is billowing out of this room. Yeah, no, I, I, I got you. Um, go ahead and make me a persuasion with advantage or performance with advantage. Nice, twenty five will do it. Um, you start hearing guards yelling, uh, "Fire! Fire in the stable! Fire in the stable!" And you hear like, uh, like a feet of of like these peasants like starting to like frantic like running out of this out of this stable and um yeah how do you exit so after they get moving he'll uh end the concentration on his fog cow fog cloud mm-hmm. and um actually hold on i think uh i think that is my vape crystal that does that so i need to take a big drag on it and and roll a a saving throw yep to not start hacking up yep what did we decide that was uh, i want to say con 15 uh dc 12 constitution is uh, what i have written in my spell you got the low nicotine version nice so then i'll uh end my concentration on that spell and uh, i'll cast invisibility on myself okay and uh, i'll go to start sneaking out but on my way out i want to look for the bin of masks that they were handing out okay uh make me a perception check as like the like people start like running over to the stable with like little buckets of water and like little like just try and like get this this fire out um can i make an investigation check uh i'd allow it since you know what you're working looking for and presumably i know about where it is since i saw it through that window Mm-hmm. Well, you actually know that the plague doctor mask is the the person handing these masks out. Okay. Um, oh, and I also should mention Satch. Uh, Victoro was wearing a. Well, I guess he's not here right now. But Victoro is wearing a dolphin mask. Um, so, uh, yeah, with that eighteen investigation, you see the that there's a like a plague the plague doctor mask uh, is out in the uh, in the yard, kind of like holding holding the box, kind of like looking around, a little little confused, like. He already had at a specific job and he's not really a fireman. Um, so he's just like holding the box. Seemed like he was like hand him out, handing them out as these peasants came in. Um, uh, We'll jump back over to everybody else in the guest room while you figure that out. Erlen, Titanius, and Gak, what are you guys doing? I just pretend to be in a deep conversation with my duplicate. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So the cheetah. Uh, seeing that kind of leans into uh, leans into your your uh, leans into you, Arlen. He says, um, I'm, "I'm really sorry that you had to see me and my my wife having that uh, that little tiff. She's she's been quite un unreasonable uh, of late, and I just I can't seem can't seem to talk any any sort of sense into her. But you you must know what I'm I'm talking about, eh? Can't say that I do. Why would you think that? Oh, you you know just." <laughs> You know, women be crazy. You know, it's just I just can't you can't be rational with 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 irrational r- irrational people. You know, and like no matter what I tell her, she just can't 
can't seem to to let it go. Uh, so it's just uh, it's a little little rough. And the the shrew like kicks open like not the kicks open the door and opens the door and she's like um uh, could I I see you outside um and she's talking to the to the to the cheetah uh and and Erlen what mask are you wearing you have the squirrel mask squirrel mask okay yeah as the guy passes by him he said maybe you should look into a counselor instead he says uh he says actually I've um I'm sorry uh I'm sorry shrew because uh, she's wearing a shrew shrew mask and she says I'm talking to my new best friend the squirrel and he thinks that I'm right and I would appreciate some leniency on our our situation and the shrew kind of like like shrinks her her eyes at him and like kind of like she's like outside now and she says, and the cheetah's like, no, I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, can't, can't do that. I'm, I'm just, I'm here with my, my best squirrel and we're deep in, in conversation. And he was actually just telling me that you should go get therapy for all of your problems. And then maybe it would work it up, itself out. Isn't that right? Arguing, I'm going to just try to like slink away. Sneakily. <laughs> okay. Make a stealth check. It's not very good. Yeah, he has his his hand on you. Um, he's like he's like he just you know he's he's been there for me and he understands kind of what I'm going through. And the shrew kind of like is like, oh, so you take his side, really? He, you're gonna take his side? Did did he even tell you what he did? Hmm. What? I, I'm just gonna like stare at Titanius with like, please help me, eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Yeah. Um, you get the. You, so you get the uh, the idea that this uh, uh, this cheetah um, was maybe uh, did a little bit of infidelity um, with um, you know a third a third party, and the shrew found out about it and uh, was rightfully rightfully upset. Um, and so yeah, Titanius, are you gonna help him out at all? I'm trying to you know play off that I'm actually talking to sincerity, so I'm trying to keep people out of that thing, but. I'll bring him over, you know, start talking to him as well, you know. Oh yeah. Come here, come here. You've gotta hear this. Oh the cheetah uh the cheetah's gonna come come with him. And oh. he's just, he's, <laughs> oh god. He says, Yes, yes, the boys night out, yes. Uh, he says he's I'm sorry, Shrew, I just with the boys with you know, I've gotta spend time with the boys. We'll we'll deal no, with our stuff nope. after you go to therapy. Mm, and she, she's like you motherfucker this is not me like i was a loving housewife i did everything that you want i did all the cooking i did all the cleaning i did all the child rearing this stupid ass and she points at at the cheetah decided that he wanted to to go out and have a little extra fun with and she kind of like turns and like the door opens and there's a cuckold uh mask who has entered the room and she's like how dare you show your face? Um, and the shrew like like goes and like is like basically like being like super hostile to the cuckold. Um, and like they're they're basically they look like they're about to get into a fight. Like, do you guys do anything? No, no. Okay, you're just you're just letting this letting this happen. So yeah, the the shrew and the and the cuckold like 
start going going at it and she's she's like you're you peasant you 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 whore you i I can't believe you you seduced my you succubus um and there's they're starting to to yell and and like kind of cause cause a scene um and then the cheetah's like now might be a good time if we just walked out the back door i'm sure this will play itself out and he like let's go get a drink and the cheetah puts his arms around actually huh well uh titanius is your uh your extra guy like corporeal can he be touched or is he just an illusion it's just an illusion but i'm i'm trying to keep the guy away from anywhere near him so if he moves towards him i'll move in between him and say oh you know hey what's up you know okay so you you interview yeah he like he looks like he's like about to like put his arms around around all of you and he says oh i just jump in there and like oh hey yeah, let's let's get out of here. Let's go grab a drink while you know they'll they'll talk. You know, women they'll they'll figure it out, and I'll claim the victor. Um, and so like he like starts pulling you guys over to the uh, over to the bar. Um, loyalty. This this badger has figured out you are not of House Amkathra. He says, "No, I'm just I just can't can't put my my finger on it. It's just you know." You do like beer, but that's not enough to not enough to go on. What? Tell me more about you. Tell me more about you. I don't want to guess who you are. I feel like the point of a masquerade is to not be known. No, the point of the masquerade is to figure it out. It's one giant mystery. Uh, okay. Um, I really like pie, and I really like going to the bar, and mm-hmm. I really, really like not having to work. Mm. Oh yes, who who enjoys? I mean, I work very hard. I I mean, I tell my servants to do this. I tell my servants to do that. It's uh, whew, it's quite it's quite exhausting. And then you know, I have to tell tell our other servants to make sure that those servants get you know adequately bathed so they don't smell and they're not you know hideous in in front of us. And uh, here, have an, have another porter. Um, and speaking of smell. I, I was gonna say that like right after he said that. Speaking of smell, I think this porter is going right through me. If you'll excuse me, please, and I'm gonna try to walk away from him and find a bathroom. Yeah, he says. Oh God, me, t- me too. I'm oh, sorry, me too. Yes, let's I, let's go find. Like I'm sure. Like let's go. Let's have a trip trip together, and we can just keep keep this this conversation going. And he just keeps badgering you, like. He is is not gonna gonna let go, um, <laughs> and like as you're you're kind of walking away to the bathroom, there's a person in like a dog mask kind of kind of comes up and he says, "Um, uh, is, is something is uh, everything everything all all right here?" I think this man said that the porter made him feel sick. Oh, uh, here's uh, yes, uh, here's any kind of points. I think the bathrooms uh over that way, and um, uh, Madame, I think the the ladies' room is actually on the like complete opposite side of of the house. So, sir, you'd have no real reason to you know with the stomach issues that you're having, uh, follow her for for you know any any reason. And he says, "Oh, dush. Uh, well, he's, I guess I know the layout of this house better than than I do. So, uh, okay. Well, I will. I'll figure you out, uh, Mouse. I'll figure you out." And he kind of he kind of walks away, and he says, "I'll catch up with you you later." Um, and the the dog masks guy, and he says, uh, "He says, I'm 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 sorry about him. The uh, uh, yeah, the uh, God. Sorry, hold on. I I recognized him. He's uh." A badger. 
He's a yes. He's he's a badger. Uh, but you know, I shouldn't tell. I shouldn't name names. But uh, he kind of like winks at you. Um, and there's something familiar about this uh, about this dog mask. And he kind of like kind of looks around and like he raises the mask a little bit, and you recognize it to be Raynar, Never Ember. Oh. And he kind of puts it puts it back down. He says, "I thought uh, I thought I recognized a friend a friend in need." He Was says, it the you? hair? <laughs> It, and yes, it was the hair, uh, and you know you're obviously a, a tiefling under there, and you know most tieflings don't have visible body hair everywhere. Um, so I just, you know, there's only one tiefling I know that met that description. So uh, loyalty, what are you, what are you doing here? Ah, uh, yeah, we, uh, the whole bar is here. Oh, yeah, really? Where's they left you alone with the badger? I don't actually know how that happened. He just kind of convinced me to follow him around, and then I couldn't get away. Uh, but we're hanging out in uh, that. What's that room called? We're you're in the reading room. We're in the reading room, the one with the big old dragon head. And uh, I was gonna head back over there. Okay, mind. Yeah, mind if I I accompany you? I actually, I really only come to this this event because it's kind of required as you know a noble of the city to attend other nobles' parties to. Something about exclusivity and, you know, pompousness and ugh, just it's too much for me. So if, I'd love to hang out with you guys from the bar, if that's okay. I feel like they would love that. Okay. Um, as he starts, like, he's like, oh, yeah, well, I think uh, I'll follow you to the to the reading room. Um, the cheetah is is wheeling Erlin and uh, actually, sorry, Gak, what what are you doing? You you kind of you kind of escape the the radar of all these people. What are you doing? I'm sniffing around the uh, food items and the garbage. Mm, okay. Yeah, you're you're starting to sniff around the 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 food, and uh, you actually bump into uh, um, a rather large set nobleman uh, who's got a pig mask on, and he's got like a little like got a bunch of tapas on his on his plate. It's like his plate overfloweth with finger foods and and tapas and he says uh oh, oh the castle landers did it again this year man they they really spare no expense for their for their founders day ball and he kind of looks down at you and he says uh nice underwear man i really like that he says hey you want some uh, you want some chicken wings yeah and i go ahead and i lick my fingers like clean mm-hmm. uh and then i wipe them on my uh my lo- my face loincloth and okay. then i grab tapas Okay. Uh, like off the table or off his plate? Off his plate. Okay. He says, "Hey, oh, uh, mm, uh, they, these are actually mine. Uh, the you can get the the tapas off off there. Um, do you still go for it? I still go for it. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna um gonna make an opposed strength check. Just regular <laughs> strength. Oh, sorry. That was the that was the stealth you already already rolled. Yeah, just regular strength. You you, you have a plus ten, Erlen. Would I roll that at a oh, I do. At all? Yeah, from the pass without trace. With barbarian rage. Thought you only cast that on. Yeah, never mind. Well, everyone was in the room when I cast it, so you actually have it too. Oh well, then I guess a twenty. Wonder mm-hmm. if I would have gotten away from the cheetah. No, nah, he rolled like a nineteen plus two on his 
his uh, original check. Uh, Gak, this guy rolled a 17, and no, you don't get advantage on your strength check unless you're I just, raging. I just jump. Yeah, and he kind of like... I'm like jumping out of it. I'm short, so I'm like a little person that can't reach something that someone's trying to like hold above me. Yeah. Um, he's like, uh, yeah, um, yeah, there's a ton on the table right here. Um, well, not right here. This I've kind of cleaned out this section, but like on the other table... Uh, over there i think there's still a, a little bit more um and like this this piggy has got like his plate like it's just stacked super super high so it maybe like a little bit like fell onto the floor but no he keeps his tapas away from you i'll eat the ones that fell on. okay this is oh like he kind of looks down at you and um uh that's a little little unsettling um well, I guess that's the that's the point of these parties, you know, just to to rub elbows with you know people that you don't you know, but you may not know, but you you know, but you don't know. Uh, well, what yeah, is this rub elbows? I can't get my elbows to rub together. <laughs> no, I, it's a, a it's an expression. I'm gonna try and like actually like I'm trying to get my elbows to touch. Okay, he's gonna make a an insight check onto you. Um, and it's not opposed. He's just kind of like reading into you um this dude thinks you're a peasant that's made it into the uh into the main party and he says uh oh yes uh well i have some other business to do and kind of looks down over yeah as i bend over for tapas on the floor like um my booty's up in the air with the uh golden underwear yeah his his eyes twinkle in the uh in the golden light Mm, all right jumping back to uh we'll go satch so i will throw my costume on uh uh-huh. on the way and uh and then before i get there though uh, i have disguise self uh i'm gonna go ahead and disguise myself so i'm a crocodile i'm gonna be in a crocodile costume mm-hmm. disguise self and make me look like i'm in a stork costume like robin, <laughs> a, la, a la disney robin hood you know okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the the uh the animated one yeah 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 so uh, that's 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 the plan. Okay. Uh, so you start. Uh, you then you approach the party. Yes, and I have an invitation. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, as you start uh, approaching, there is a like a person in a lion mask um, that's like standing at the door, and he's like, he's like, hey man, like I swear, like this, is, I lost my invitation. It's like I sw- I'm invited. Like I just need to like you know get in. I want to get my party on. I want to get my grub on, and like. The, the the security is just like not having it and it seems like he's taken up most of like the security's bandwidth and you can see the kind of the line to get in is starting to like you know back up a little bit um and he kind of like you know sees you and like do you have your invitation just like out uh yeah multi-pass he says oh yeah hey, yo yeah actually like this is like my my roommate um he's like yeah. you know he he's uh he he brought my pass. This no. is actually for both of us. Yeah, no, he, he is um, no plus one minus one. Um, well, I know, uh, I know math now because of my hat. Yeah, he says no, man. Like I'm pretty sure, like we're roommates. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't just like you know you know make that up. I wouldn't just be a, like a lion, you know. Um, like so, like can I like like he kind of like leans. He's like, come on, man, help me out. No, is it come, come on, dude. No. You, please. This is my purse, and I don't know you. <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, man. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. He's like my roommate, but like, I guess he just brought his own, uh, his own like entryway. Um, 
but I like, just show my pass and like walk past like the garden to that guy there. Yeah, and, and he's like, "Well, hey, this guy's like, uh, this guy's like a kid diddler." Um, and the guard's like, "What the fuck, man?" Um, and they're like, uh, "Just," and he's like, "I'm so sorry, sir. Uh, just go on, go on in." And he's like, "Oh, but, yeah." He's like, "Hey, right, man, uh, yo, oh god, you'll you'll regret this, Rumi. You'll live to regret this." Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right, yeah, and you push your uh, you push your way into the into the party, and it's like music is is playing, and like there's like you know the the like the the nobles have kind of like spread out throughout the party. They're in the in the main house and like on the grounds, but not going like anywhere near like the stable house or the the guest house. It's almost like they've been told like the closer you get there, the more likely you'll be to interact with with peasants. Um. What do you do upon entry into the party? I look for the food. I got some food out. Okay. Um, yeah, you actually see uh, a little goblin or in a... Uh, sorry, Gak, what was your mask again? Oh, the loincloth. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you see a little goblin in the loincloth mask and in gold underwear talking to, uh, talking to a little piggy. Um, I recognize those underwear anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um all right, we'll jump back to sincerity. Uh you've you've started the fire, you've identified the plague mask. The workers are working frantically to to put the fire out, so they're running in and out of the buildings. The peasants have kind of like gone off to the side. The ones that have been given their masks have been allowed entry into the uh into the guest house, but other than that, the ones that don't have a mask have basically been like cordoned off over here, like to the side of the building until they can be given masks. Okay. Uh, the, the plague doctor has a box of the masks. Is there just mm-hmm. the one plague, do- plague doctor or are there like a bunch of them? So it's the one, one plague doctor, but it looks like he has some like, you know, assistants that are wearing like, um, you know, like cow masks. Can sincerity kind of, uh, mm, I want to find a, a hiding spot. Mm hmm. And I want to cast sleep on uh, on the plague doctor and his assistants and maybe a few peasants as well. Okay. Um. Yeah. So go ahead and make me a stealth check. And I'm not invisible right. I mean, I am invisible right now. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm going to lose concentration on that spell as soon as. Uh, oh wait, not sleep. Um. Cool. So I'll actually just hide invisibly in the bush. Um, oh wait, no, when I cast the spell, I will lose invisibility, but yep. not because of lack of concentration, just because I'm taking an action. Because you're casting a spell. Alright, make a stealth. And I think you still get that plus 10, 32. Uh, I was gonna say, only if they crit, they might have had a chance, but no. Um, nobody kind of sees you slink over to the corner. It looks like the plague doctor has kind of corralled these peasants um, into the into this corner and is like still handing out masks. I'm going to cast sleep on the plague doctor and his assistants uh, at at third level. How many right. how many assistants are there? Two. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do it at third level. All right, roll that sleep damage. 41. 41, not bad. Okay, I want you to roll me a luck check. I'm going to say one to five. There is like 20 peasants by him. Five to 10, I'll say that there's like 10 10 to 15, there's five. And then 15 to 20, there's like two peasants near him. With that four, there is 20 peasants. I think commoners, I'm going to look it up. They don't have a lot of health. They got four. Um, 
and there was 40. So <laughs> all, all the peasants around the plague doctor drop and fall asleep. Okay. And then the plague doctor and his assistants are all fine. Are fine. Yeah. So actually, sorry, there's 40 points of sleep damage. There was 20 peasants. Each peasant has four points of health. So only 10 peasants fall asleep. And the like the plague doctor kind of looks around like, what is the components for sleep? Everything. Everything. Okay. Um, Roll that stealth with disadvantage. So ro- just roll it one more time. Okay. Better that time. So uh, yeah, your, your whereabouts aren't given away and it's not ultimately um ultimately uh, uh apparent that um you were the one that cast the sleep spell but these these peasants just like collapse and the the plague doctors probably is gonna make a quick can we do it like i assume that would have been surprising to happen mm-hmm. can we do an initiative to see if i can uh, get another action in before he acts Sure. Go ahead and roll initiative. You got a 17. He goes first. Yeah. Um, but he rolled a six on his insight. So the plague doctor believes that these peasants like collapsed under the fright of escaping a fire unless that they were magically put to sleep. Okay. Um, and we'll say uh, roundabout this time, the, the music in the courtyard kind of switches tempo from kind of like, you know, meet and greet kind of style to moreover like let's pick up this this party a little bit more um and you hear like magically like through a thaumaturgy um radiating through the um through through the gardens um and now for the opening band the buxby brothers um and you see a couple halflings come out on stage and just start like start like kind of rocking out and like playing the song and like like nobles and like peasants alike kind of go and like start to crowd the stage um and i think that will be a pretty good point to pick up next week as the uh, as the bucksby brothers take the stage oh my Great god session. yeah thanks for running it good game good game. appreciate it man yeah. catch you all next week you know what that means hmm what does that mean bartholomew in his younger years Mm-hmm. Bartholomew and the whole gang. Barry. And Bartleby. And Bartleby. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll catch you all next week. Have a have a good one, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. See Thank ya. you.